God wants to take the trauma of our past, the most difficult season, and out of that, bring worship, bring art, bring an expression that will put God's grace into focus. Well, hi, my name is Teresa Dedman. Welcome to Create Talks. It's time to start a global conversation about how creativity with God is the game changer for living a fulfilled life. It's in us. It's who we are. Creativity is in our DNA. You will hear from me and hosts of guests I will be interviewing who are transforming culture and the church as they co-create with God. So I invite you to come and be part of this Kingdom Creative Global family. I have seen countless people find freedom and healing when they discover their unique creative purpose in life. So I want to empower you to create with God and unleash your creative destiny. So come on and let's get going. Well, welcome to Create Talks. I am so glad that you're joining me today. And if you're new to our podcast, we are discussing core values that will help you cultivate a supernatural creative lifestyle. You know, supernatural might be a new word, but it means understanding how God's presence works with us as we create. All of us can benefit from these core values that transform us. It's kind of like a sailboat needs a rudder. So we need to discover these these incredible core values that steer us in life. That's why I have Create Talks and I have so many incredible interviews of people that are stewarding their creative call through these core values. In last week's episode, I shared my personal story in becoming a creative catalyst in the kingdom of God and how he's moving in this creative renaissance. I talked about the foundational core values that all of us need in order to build on, and that's discovering our creative identity. Because if we don't know that, we can't ever create out of presence. If you want to learn to become supernaturally creative, you need to understand how God created you to be. You see, creativity happens because we are designed by God. Therefore, you are creative by design. And when he made you, he said that it was good. In other words, it wasn't junk like a lot of us might have heard in our past. In fact, some of you might be thinking, I'm not good enough. I'm not perfect enough to create and to do this dream that I've always had. (laughs) No, it is time to change the way you think about yourself. Break off self-hatred and renew your mind because God created you. And he says that what he created was, you got it, good. Say that to yourself right now. You are good. And what he created you to be is amazing. Last week's podcast, I also talked about the fact that we are designed by God to reflect a part of his nature that is unique. It's different from anyone else. If we were to look at nature, if you were to look at your family, you're all different. So when we create and then you start to compare yourself to others, you are denying the very purpose of why you are different. 
And creativity, it's not about an ability. No, it's in your DNA. You can't help it. If you've had an original thought, you are creative. So you can't be telling yourself, ah, I need to be like someone else. If only I could sing like this person. If only I could dance like that person. That is not allowed because you alone can create something that no one else can. See, you are creative in nature. And even though it's dormant, even though you haven't yet accessed it, it is still there. Just like when you were saved and then you received the Spirit of God and you began to understand His presence. In the same way, God is rewiring you to understand your creative identity so that you can become all that God's created you to be. In our original design, the way we express our creativity will be different because we are inherently different than everyone else. As I said, many of us have based our creative identity, our value, through comparison or fear of not measuring up. In fact, in growing up, you may have learned to compare yourself. Or maybe someone told you that you're not good enough because you can't do this or that. But God wants to transform those painful experiences and lies that are trying to steal your creative identity and create something new that will bring freedom, not just for you, but for those around you. Isn't that amazing? That's how God created you to be, to take all the negative stuff that you've been told and to repurpose it and to say, no, I am good and I have a purpose and whatever I create is unique. Doesn't that sound good? <laughs> In a moment, I'm going to be sharing with you an interview with Brian Simmons. He's the translator of the Passion Translation, which I love. And Brian gives us incredible insight into the biblical meaning of the word create. Many of you may not know the Hebraic meaning of the word create, which is bara. It means to make something through the process of pain, much like a woman feels when, while creating life in the womb and then giving birth to a child. I understand that. I've had two. So as we create, we give birth to something new. But again, the process can be painful like in childbirth, but the end is glorious. Now, I'm sure a lot of you who have worked tirelessly on a creative project like I have can understand this concept. When you're done, woohoo, it's time to throw a party. So if you're experiencing pain right now as you're creating or are having tension, I have good news for you. This is all part of the process of how you've been wired to create. So without further ado, let's listen to my interview with Brian Simmons on reclaiming our creative identity. Well, Brian Simmons is here. He's my creative talk guest. And Brian, you have such a wealth of information, but revelation into the heart of the Father and into creativity and the origins and what it really means. And I know we were talking about the imagination and the power of that for, for creativity to really flourish and grow. I would love for you to talk to all those that are listening about the power of creativity in the imagination and how that can spark, how that can do things for people beyond what they could ever ask or imagine. Well, thank you, Teresa, for inviting me to be on yeah. your podcast. Yeah, God created us in his image. And image is where we get imagination. So, you know, imagination comes from an image. And in the imagination of God 
he saw us as complete and perfect and who we are, who we're meant to be, who we'll become in the stages of our lives. So that imagination really comes from God. Mm. He's the one that imagined the universe. If you think about it, he had to imagine it before he spoke it. That's so good. So he imagined the galaxies, the, the universe itself, and then he spoke light into being. So we speak and we live out of our imagination. Many of us imagine ourselves to be weak or feeble or ugly or yeah. um, unable to do something. But when we imagine ourselves to be who God has created us to be, full of the life of Jesus, yeah. the creator himself living in us, then our imagination is sanctified. It becomes holy and it can be used of God to write, to sing melodies, to come up with artistic expressions and creative nuances that really it becomes the spice of our lives without creativity wow we're all pretty boring aren't we <laughs> every know. you know it's groundhog day every day i'm totally trying to do it again i i felt like one of the things that is so important in this process brian is the power of what we can become on the inside that creates the greater reality in everything that we create because I could be an incredible gifted person in business or creative in so many different arenas, but I could really not enjoy what I do. I mean, some dancers, they, they are, they're anorexic. They don't even like, they have so many issues and, and so many different things that or there's so much competition, but it's amazing because the imagination, not only when it's sanctified, but when the presence of God, when you're doing it for the right reasons, and your imagination is filled with, oh, my gosh, I'm thinking about how I can bless somebody versus, oh, I'm thinking about comparing my work to such and such and whatever. Share about that process and the biblical standpoint of how people can grow that are creative and really see who they are. Yeah, the, the key is intimacy with Jesus Come and spending on. time. I know we, we say it over and over, <laughs> but it's worth saying over and over that, you know, the disciples became world changers because they had been with Jesus. Yeah. And that time with Jesus is the most important time of our day, the most important gift and key for our creative abilities. Yeah. So, you know, like uh, I use that a lot in my Bible translation as we're sitting, I'm sitting down before the manuscripts, I'm looking at the text in Hebrew or Greek. I imagine myself at the feet of Jesus on the Sermon on the Mount when he's teaching wow. and I'm within... <laughs> three or four feet of him imagining myself to be there when he healed lepers when he cast out demons i i see myself in that setting and it helps me create or choose the articulation uh the vocabulary to express it and it's so important i mean here you have you're you're the head translator for the passion translation but i loved what you shared it's like how many creatives don't think about allowing God in their process as they create. They think, yeah, I'm a dancer. That's over here. And my time and devotion for God is over here. But they're one and the same because Hebraically, we are one. And I, I feel like people miss out because it, it's, you were talking about it being a delight. Like creating with God is a delight. Like, yes. I mean, like when I paint, I don't look at it as work. I look at it as a delight. You know, when I do poetry, it's kind of like this secret weapon of it's me and God just talking, me and God just doing doing stuff that I've always wanted to do. And when people take God out of that equation, 
what they do is they, they kind of dichotomize themselves. And they believe that, okay, this is one thing over here, but this is the other. But it's not fruitful in any capacity. Share about the Hebraic thought of who we are. And I know you shared about what the word creativity comes from. And how even the painful things in our lives are there to actually create more life than what we could ever imagine. I'd love for you to share on that. Yeah, well, you know, I have never heard anybody say this before until I discovered in the book of Genesis where it says a woman in pain will give childbirth. And I was looking at that word for pain, and I realized it's the same word as creativity. That's so astounding. I had no idea. I almost fell out of the chair. I I thought, (laughs) wait a second. There's a linkage because the Hebrew Hebrew, uh, uh, language is linked in all of its three-letter roots, and there's linkage everywhere. So pain and creativity, how are they linked? And I started meditating. I started imagining. Well, a woman has labor pains to give birth. Yeah. She's creating life. Yeah. Creativity comes out of that pain. Wow. And so God has allowed pain in the universe so that it will bring us into the creative gifts that he's put within us. You think about your children. If you're a mother listening to this, you've given birth. Look how you created something. Exactly. And how painful it was, but you would never, ever ever not want to have that child. It's so true. Yeah, for some of us, the pain goes way past even the birth itself. But yeah. uh, that's just life on this planet. And God wants to take the trauma of our past, the most difficult season, and out of that, bring worship, bring art, yeah. bring an expression that will put God's grace into focus. And I think, Brian, that's such an important point because a lot of creatives feel like they need to separate their pain from their creative process or oh my gosh I can't I'm not worthy of dancing because I went through this trauma or I'm not it's like okay I went through divorce because this person did this to me so I don't think that I could ever ever create and be on stage or do this or do that and so it's just the opposite because God loves us to be real and then he takes who we are and he actually makes it greater than if we don't bring that in. So pain plays a huge part in even great movies and great so- what people have created. Out of that pain comes great creativity. Yeah, you think about it. We all came into the kingdom because Jesus Christ went through the pain of suffering. He went through the agony of the cross, Gethsemane, yeah. and the, the nails and the, the piercing yeah. of his brow. Yeah. And yet out of those wounds, here we are, healed and blessed. Because creativity flowed out of his wound. And I believe the wounds of our heart will bleed creativity. And I think that that's what the world needs. The world doesn't need to have a plastic Jesus or a plastic Christian. We, we are people that have wounds, like we talked about, that have little places where we've gone through stuff and the glory of God shines through our pain. And through that, you become more real, but you also become more tangible for the, for the other creatives that need that. Well, if, if intimacy births creativity, doesn't our pain push us into intimacy? It pushes us into the place where God plus nothing. It, Lord, you are the only <laughs> so one that understands. Okay. You're the only one I have in this yeah. situation. You're the only one that can deliver me. So the pain becomes a birth canal yeah. for creativity to be expressed. And so yeah, good. It, it, trauma can become a triumph. 
Ooh, I love that. Trauma can become a triumph. That is killer. I'm stealing that from you. <laughs> Are there any biblical stories or people that that could relate to? Yeah, I think there's lots of them. I think of uh, Rachel giving birth to uh, Benjamin, but yeah. she called him Ben-Omi, which is son of my sorrow, and then died in childbirth, in pain. But Jacob interjected, no, he, w- he will be the son of my right hand. So, so powerful. there's got to be a redemptive value to every trauma, every difficult, stress-filled thing we go through. There is a redemptive value in it. And that redemptive value is released in creativity. Wow. Uh, the one story that stands out is Samson. <clears throat> Samson was on his way to Philistia to get uh, a, a wife, and he <laughs> met the girl. But on the way there, he encountered a lion in the path that mauled him. And the spirit came upon Samson. He tore it in pieces. I remember, I mean, that's yeah. a miracle. And then uh, he went on and met the girl, came back home, told his parents he's going to get married. Then he went to go get married, but on his way... He said, you know, this is weeks later. He says, I want to go back and look at that carcass of the lion. So interesting. And when he did, he saw honey. Wow. Honey, bees and honey were swarming there in the carcass of a lion. And I, I think if we go back to the trauma, mm. what, what caused so much stress and pain, there's honey of revelation. There's messages there for us that God doesn't waste a sorrow. Yeah. He doesn't waste a difficulty that we go through he redeems it and the creative revelation is waiting there if we'll scoop it up like samson did. <laughs> totally he scooped up the honey and we got to go back and scoop it up and take the lessons that we learn and i think brian that so many people what they want to do is they want to bury it they, they want to forget it they want to say oh that's not a part of me anymore when it really is the gems, those things that they've walked through that make them who they are, which is so powerful. And, and I think that even people today that might be going through trauma, that might be doing stuff that are listening, I, I think it's time for them to experience the honey, yeah. to experience <laughs> his presence. You know, it's like if you're going to go through this, if you've had to walk through this difficult situation, you know, in a relationship or finances or a yeah. health matter, come back and... Yeah. With redemptive gaze, look upon it, and you'll see God even in that pain. You will see him in the fire. Yeah. He's the fourth man in your fire. He totally He's is. He's there waiting. And he can take that pain and, and birth something beautiful out of it. And, and I know, Brian, for me, like I have been so touched by uh, podcasts and different stories, especially when we go into something that I call an encounter where we really start to go, okay, Father, what are you doing right now? why is this message touching me in this certain area? And I felt like as you were talking that there are people that are listening right now that something stirred in them. Oh yeah, I had that abortion and I didn't tell anyone or I went through this difficult time or I was abused or this happened or that happened and I've just buried it. And I feel like God in his mercy has brought them to this podcast to be set free and to be touched. And I feel like it's time for them to realize that it's not just a podcast, but it's God speaking directly to them as far as who they are and what God's going to do. So if that's you, I want you just to right now, just close your eyes and I want you to think inside of your heart, Father, 
Is there a wound that needs to be healed? Is there is there a carcass in my life that I have been so ashamed of that I, I just have neglected even going back because it was so painful? I just wanted to forget the pain and, and just take a moment and, and let him lead you to that time. Yeah. You're in a safe place. You're in a place where God is with you. And he wants you to see the honey. And just go back. And just say to the Father, Father, what is in this situation that's going to give you glory that I never saw? What is here for me to discover about the beauty of how you touched me during that time? And let the Father God reveal his presence to you during that time. He just wants to take you into a place of healing right now. Just let him. Wow, that's so beautiful. You know, the bitter waters of Merah can be made sweet when you take the tree of life, the branch of the Lord, the cross. You take the tree. God had to show Moses the tree, and he has to show you the cross where all pain was placed upon Jesus. Not only our sin, but our pain was put there too. And the healing tree made bitter waters sweet again. So there's sweetness waiting around the corner for you. There's something sweet and valuable and worthwhile and creative that's on the other side of your pain and that bitter water you've had to drink. Wow. Good is coming. Wow. And and I when you were talking, Brian, I saw I saw the Lord say, it's like he says that I'm gonna wipe every tear. And sometimes when he says things like that it's because the redemption is so deep and it's so lasting and it's so fresh and I saw the Lord just wiping their tears in my imagination I don't know who you are or, or what you're doing right now but I felt like there isn't anything that he can't walk you through there isn't any pain that God's redemptive plan cannot not give you that that sweetness that honey and and to take a moment and let him into that situation. I think, Brian, you talked about that. So many people don't let people into those situations, so God can't touch them. Share about that. Yeah, it's really true. You know, we shut down, we hide, we, we hold our pain inside. When there is a deliverer around you, it's, it can be a friend, it can be yeah. the Holy Spirit living inside of you. But there's, there's, there's always a way out of every test and every difficult thing we go through. 1 Corinthians 10, 13, God has prepared a way yeah. of escape so that you can endure it, so that you can walk through it and not be conquered by it. So beautiful. And just in closing, too, it's like we look at the song Amazing Grace. It's the most sung song uh, around the world, <clears throat> more than any other song. And that came from a person of pain when they were in pain. And they realized that what they, the direction they were going in going into, like, taking slaves across and and making them do horrendous things that one man he decided oh i can't do this anymore and from that pain he wrote the song amazing grace that's exactly what you're talking about that there's there's something that happens in a creative when they not only have god's presence but they use their pain to create something that brings us into that same exact experience. And that's the beauty of what you're talking about. It's so powerful. God 
works all things together for good. Come on. So <laughs> every Joseph or Josephina out there, <laughs> no matter what rejection or pit you've been thrown wow. in or misunderstanding or false accusation, there is a throne waiting. You just have to let God turn it into good for those who love him. So love has the power yeah. to transform evil into good. It's amazing. It's incredible. Brian, I really want you just to impart, because I think a lot of people that have never seen really their imagination grow or they've been in painful experiences and they've never begun to use that as soil for their creative process, I just want you to just bless them okay. and, and also just prophesy into them if you can. Yeah, I, I want to just speak to you listening right now that you may be shut down in your creative expression, even your imagination, because your mind has been filled with painful thoughts and with, you know, it flashes with the past and trauma of what you've gone through. You try to get intimate with Jesus. You try to maybe paint or dance or sing, create music, but then the pain rises up. Take that back to the cross and let the imagination rise up over the difficulty and and let it triumph let your trauma bring you to the place of triumph grace always excels it always gives us more than what has been taken from us so, so if that's the case then our pain and and trauma and our difficulty can birth something more glorious so yeah if you're listening and you feel like you've been shut down in your thought life is flooded with images that might not be right or pure, then come back right now and activate the inner being within you to flood with light, the light of God coming back into your innermost being, exposing the lies, exposing the places where you've been hiding, and let God deliver you. Let him set you free. Sing your way into your breakthrough. That's right. Paint your way and dance your way yeah. into that breakthrough that is yours. Sometimes we don't realize that the weapons of our warfare are creative and that the things that really are bothering us are the very things that can really help us through creativity to get resolution, to get healing, to get the presence of God in. This is crazy. I, Brian, I, I not only want to thank you for being a leader, but I want to thank you for creating words that bring life to people. A lot of people don't understand the word of God and they just think it's in the king james version or they think it's condemning but you have chosen to write the passion translation yeah. and to transform the way that we think about words the way that we think about jesus the way that we think about who we are in love and it's just amazing and we're just you're a forerunner in that and not only can we learn from you in your process but thank you for listening to the holy spirit going through the pain of writing and the pain the process of dissecting the word and just so many others so that we could see the creative process in you grow so again thank you for joining me brian simmons thank wow you, i feel so honored and i feel like i found another friend in the faith that understands the power of creativity and we can't wait for what's next and what you're going to create Wow, I love Brian's story of turning trials into triumph. I remember when I had a devastating accident in 2007 when I fell on the ice while ice skating and I cracked my skull open like a walnut. It's crazy. I was rushed to the hospital for immediate brain surgery while my family prayed in all of Bethel and my life was spared. But when I was in the hospital, a chaplain visited me and prayed for me. 
I vow before God that I would start a visitation ministry in hospitals to visit people like I was that were sick and broken. It was crazy because after the surgery, God miraculously healed me. I mean, I left after seven days, which is crazy. That just never happens. But every time I would drive by my hospital, in fact, for three years, I would say, that's my hospital. So I just declared what I wanted to see happen. So as a result, God gave me favor. And for the last 10 years, my teams and I have visited hospitals in Reading on a daily and weekly basis. And we've been ministering to patients through art and music ministry. Isn't that crazy? What the enemy meant for evil to bring me death and destruction, God turned around for good. I had to give birth, bara, to a ministry that now is changing lives. Why? Because I persevered to see others touched who felt helpless just like I did. As, as we wrap up today, I, I wanted to challenge you to reflect on what you've learned through Brian's message and ask God if there's any painful area in your life that he wants to touch and bring life in. How can you creatively allow God through your experiences to see things redeemed? You know, it's time to dance your way into freedom or paint, write, play, music, build, innovate, and see God's power bring victory over the most painful areas in your life. If you want to learn more about how to transform your pain and release freedom in your life, I created an online course called Create to be Free which uses watercolors to bring you into encounters where God wants to set you free emotionally. You don't have to be an artist to take it. You can just go and find out more information at www.teresadedman.com slash create to be free. Check it out because that's a way that you can find even more freedom. So today I impart to you the power of God shaping you and forming you so that every painful experience in your life can be redeemed and, and healed. I pray for encounters. I pray, God, that you would take them into a place where whatever has happened that the enemy has done for destruction, you are going to turn it around for good because you are a good God and you've created them to encounter your presence in the midst of the most painful areas that the enemy has process things so that they can be set free. Well, thank you for joining me. Next week, I'll be sharing the core value on practicing God's presence. And the week after that, you get to hear the one and only Stephanie Gretzinger on how practicing God's presence is such an important part in how she creates. So until next episode, remember, you are born to create.